While occasionally referencing real-life people and events, Heavyhead is a work of fiction that is not meant to be used as a diagnostic tool and contains adult language and situations. Listener discretion is advised. Hmm. Hmm. What seems to be the trouble, dear? I'm trying to get through this chapter, but I can't for the life of me remember what I just read. I've just been rereading this last page over and over. You know, it's been a long day. You're probably just tired. I can't really read anything when I'm tired. You're probably right. Good night. Night. Loretta Prine is 69 years old. Born and raised in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Loretta lives with her husband, John, who begins to notice the effects that her lapses in memory have in her daily life. This is her story. John, what day is Linda coming into town again? Uh, Saturday. Okay. Can you get the cooking oil down off the top shelf for me? Sure. Here you go, honey. Thank you, dear. Hey, what's for dinner? Chicken paninis and tomato soup. Mmm, that sounds good. Oh, dear. What is it? The, 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 the... The what? You know, the... Oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. The thing we use to flip food on the stovetop. The spatula? Oh, duh. Yeah, the spatula. It's right here. Of course. Silly me. If it had teeth, it would have bit me. What day is Linda coming in? Hey, Daddy. Happy anniversary. Hey, hon. Thanks. How was your flight? It was fine. It's just a straight shot. Rick sends his regrets that he couldn't make it. He's under a lot of stress since taking on the interim role and can't get away as easily as he used to. Oh, that's okay. That's all right. Your brother Joe's on tour. We're just glad someone could come down and help us celebrate. Of course. How many couples can say they've been married 50 years? Yeah, well, we're lucky. Where's Mom? She's in the kitchen. Hey, Mommy. Happy anniversary. What are you doing here? Where's Joe? I'm here to help celebrate your 50th anniversary. 
Joe is out on tour. I know that. I'm not an idiot. Let's sit down and eat. Your mom's been cooking all afternoon. Oh, this looks delicious. This took me a little longer than usual to make. I had to keep rereading the recipe. I forgot how challenging this was to cook. Linda, when is Rick gonna wise up and make you an honest woman? What? I think it's a real shame he keeps dragging you along like this. No one's getting any younger. I want grandbabies. Mommy, Rick and I are married. We have been for 25 years and we have two kids. Oh, oh, I was joking. You know I would never forget that. Oh, I forgot the vegetables in the microwave. I'll be right back. Dad, what was that? Oh, Linda, you know, we're no spring chickens. We forget things every now and then. Forget things? She just forgot about my marriage and children. Yeah, she's been a little spacey lately. And that doesn't worry you? Like I said, we're getting older. You'll see how hard it is to keep things straight when you're our age. I would never forget my grandkids. She needs to see a doctor. Linda, don't be ridiculous. This happens to all of us. Fine. If you're not going to call a doctor, then I am. Okay, Mrs. Prine. Do you mind if I take you through a few memory tests? I don't see why any of this is necessary. Well, your daughter and husband called me and told me they were starting to worry about you, saying that you were having trouble with reading retention, forgetting words and recipes, and that you even forgot that your daughter was married. It was a mistake. Oh, Linda, I said that I was sorry. We just want to make sure there's nothing more serious going on. All right, well, if it'll make them happy, I'll take the test. Okay. Some of the things I'm going to ask you to do are going to seem hard for you. Just do the best you can. Okay. I'm going to start by asking what the date is. The 5th of August, 2022. Good. What season are we in? Summer. Good. Do you know who the president was before Joe Biden? I think I can see his face, but I can't think of his name. It was Donald Trump. Starts with a tr tr. Not coming? Not coming. That's okay. We can move on. Uh, you're still driving, correct? Yes. And who do you live with? My husband. And what is your husband's name? John Prine. And where you live, is that a house or an apartment? We have an apartment in the city. And how do the two of you like being downtown? John and I like living there. We had a house in Broken Arrow, but it was too much space since the kids have grown. It just made sense to downgrade, and we've always loved downtown. Tell me more about your kids. We have three kids. Linda and her husband, Rick, live in Omaha and have my two grandbabies. Our middle son, Joe, is a touring musician. Then our youngest son, Davey's in the Army. Mommy, you know Davey Linda, is... Linda, honey, not now. All right, well, there is some marked cognitive decline in regards to memory here. What I want to do next is get some images of your brain, Loretta. That way we can roll out a stroke or tumor. Can't this just be all normal aging? Sure, we just need to make sure we cross all our T's and dot all our I's. Okay, so we got the images from your PET scan back, and a few things I'm concerned about. As you can see here, we used a dye to contrast certain proteins so we could see them more clearly during the scan, and what you can see here in pink and yellow are areas in the brain where protein has accumulated. 
Now, in some people, there can be this protein that builds up in the brain over time that we call amyloid or amyloid beta, which is what we are seeing here in your scans. This buildup causes plaques to form in the brain. As amyloid builds up in the brain, it causes neurons, which are responsible for transmitting messages in the brain, to work less well and eventually die. Amyloids also increase the toxicity in another pathology of Alzheimer's called tangles. Wait, excuse me, did, did you say Alzheimer's? Uh, yes, yes I did. Is that what you think mom has? Well, it would be consistent with these scans and the symptoms she's presenting with. Yes, I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. <sighs> well, what, what should we do next? There is some medication we can start to help stabilize her for now. But you should know that there is no cure, unfortunately, and medication will only do so much for so long. Loretta's cognitive decline will only get worse from here. How fast that decline happens, we can't say for certain. Sometimes it's gradual, sometimes it's rapid. Loretta, you did say that you're still driving, is that correct? Yes. In that case, I would like to get an in-car assessment done with you right away to determine whether or not you pose a risk to yourself or others behind the wheel. Okay, Loretta. Before we take you out for the in-car portion of your assessment, there are a couple things I'd like to do first here in the office. First off, on a scale of 1 to 5, with 1 being bad and 3 being average, 5 being excellent, how would you rate your driving abilities? Oh, I would say a 4. A 4. So, slightly above average? Yeah. Okay, great. Now, I'd like to show you a few pictures of random road signs. I want you to identify the traffic signs and then tell me what you would do if you came across the sign in traffic. Does that sound good? Okay. So, what is the name of this first traffic sign? Mmm. Can you tell me what you would do if you came across this sign in traffic? I think I'd stop and make a left turn, I think. Okay, well this is a left turn prohibited sign, so you wouldn't be allowed to do that. Mmm, shoot. Okay, what is the name of this traffic sign? Um, I don't know. What would you do if you came across this sign while you were driving? I'd stop and see what everybody else was doing. Okay. I think that's enough for now if you would like to take the in-car portion of the assessment. So what we want to do is back up and go to the left when you feel that it's safe. What is reverse? Three... It's two clicks. Nope. So we want to use reverse, which would be what? What would indicate reverse? One, maybe two? You're going to have to tell me. The R stands for reverse. Right, right. R is reverse and N is in neutral? Correct. Okay, we'll follow here until I ask you to make a turn. We want to stay in the right lane here and make this next right turn coming up. We want to make sure that we don't go into any oncoming traffic there. Can I ask why you stopped there? Wasn't that a stop sign? No, there was no stop sign there. There was some red sign there. That was a stop sign for another road, not the road that we're on. Oh. Next traffic signal we come to, we'll be making a right turn. And we'll be making a right turn at this traffic signal. Um, however, you can safely get us there. If we have to go past it, we can. 
You told me a right turn there? A right turn, correct you. And I passed it? That's okay. You can get us turned around and we'll go back and make a left turn. How'd you do? If they tell me that I can't drive... You're gonna be just fine. I'm gonna be in trouble. I can take you wherever you need to go. That's not the point. That's taking away my independence. You said yourself you don't go somewhere every day. I don't. But I know that I can if I want to. Hello. So, going over the completed driving assessment, I hate to have to say this to you, Loretta, but it is my belief that you are not fit to be driving anymore. You mean that I can't drive again? Yes, I'm so sorry. So what you're telling me is that I've lost my independence. I understand how it would be difficult to come to terms with the fact that you can no longer go when you want to go and you can't do the things that you want to do without a lot of extra planning. But what this all boils down to is safety. It's just no longer safe for you to get behind the wheel of a vehicle and drive yourself anymore. This is very upsetting. I'm very disappointed. To think that I can't go where I want to go anymore? Hello, Loretta. We met a few months ago, back in August. Do you remember meeting me? No. Your face is not even familiar to me. I was the one who put you through those memory tests. I remember the tests, but not you. That's okay. Uh, I want to do a few more memory tests, if that's alright. Okay. First off, can you tell me what this is? No, I can't. Can you tell me what it's used for? To add things? That's right. It's called a calculator. Now, I'm going to say a list of words that I want you to repeat back to me. Chair, door, apple, desk, lamp. How can anyone forget this fast? That's okay. How have you been feeling? I still feel good. I just can't remember the things I want to remember. I can understand that. That must be frustrating. Do you know when David is coming home? David. That's your youngest son, right? Yes, he's supposed to be coming home from the army, but no one can tell me when. Hey, babe. I made you a plate... Of, uh, uh, hey babe, what's that dark spot down in front of your pants? Did you spill something? I, I forgot where the bathroom was. Aw, oh, honey, that's okay. Let's get you cleaned up. I don't know where I am. Is Davey gonna be home in time for Christmas? Uh, yeah, babe, yeah, he will. Mom, please turn that off. I was just over there. I don't need to see any more of it. You're right. I'm sorry. How's your pain today? They were able to get most of the shrapnel out around my knee, but the painkillers are helping. That's good. I'll be in the next room. Just yell if you need me. Thank you. By the way, 
Is that a new dress? Yes, it is. I like it. Thank you. These pills ain't doing shit. There's gotta be more that I can do for the pain. What's going on? Take a seat, son. What is this? David, we're worried about you. How long have you been using? Using what? Heroin. You think I'm some sort of junkie? You're high right now. I'm not having this conversation. pieces of mail here. Oh my god! David! David! Wake up! David, no! Oh my baby! My sweet, sweet baby boy! John! John, hurry! Bring a knife! What? 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 What is it? There's a snake! There's a snake in my bed! Oh, I already got them out. No, you didn't! Where are they now? Here in my bed. Okay, look. There, I got them all. You good? Good. You didn't eat your dinner. Why'd you do that? You made me mad. This is no life with you. Well, how do you think I feel? Who cares? Hey, Linda. Sweetie, it's Dad. I... I hate to have to do this to you, but do you think you could come down here for a few days? I, I need help with your mother. It's just, she seems to get worse and worse every day, and I'm just worn out. I'm so sorry. Just for a few days. Hey, Joe, have you talked to Daddy? No, what's up? He's having a really hard time taking care of Mom. I'm going down for a few days to help out. Do you think you could come down for a few days after that and help out with Mom? You know I'm on the road. I have dates the rest of the year. I just thought this would be a little more important than touring. This is my job, Linda. When's the last time you've been home, Joe? Five years? Ten years? I had to stay on the road to make ends meet. I couldn't get work for over a year when I had to come home and help David. And look how that turned out. Oh, I'm sorry that our family has been such an imposition for you. When did you become such an asshole? Let me know when you've decided to grow up. Hey, Daddy. Where's Mommy? She's in the kitchen. Hey, Mommy, how are you? Who are you? I'm your daughter. No, you're not. My daughter lives in Omaha. I know. That's me. No, no, no. Why? 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 Daddy, 
She doesn't know who I am anymore. Oh, she does. She just hasn't seen you in a while. Does she still remember you? Mm, most days. I finally got mom to bed. How'd that go? She kept throwing her pee pads in the air, kept trying to put the cat food in her mouth, and then she slapped me when I went in to kiss her goodnight. So overall, not bad. Yeah, she does that. <laughs> as much as it's like watching a toddler, she can be funny from time to time. Last week, she called the cable person an asshole. Shut up. Well, it kind of was. <laughs> I know that I haven't seen her in a while, but I can't get over how much she has deteriorated. Is that all she does now is just walk around the house muttering to herself? Yeah, pretty much. It's been like that for a few weeks. Doctors say it's common for that type of speech loss, especially in the later stages. She does have times where she sits in front of the mirror and carries on conversations with someone who's not there, but she'll never talk to me like that. Every once in a while, she'll tell me to shut up, but mostly she just mutters. It's just... I can't get over how far gone she is. Have you considered putting her in assisted living? Well, yeah, but Tulsa has the highest monthly rates for assisted living. I just can't afford four grand a month for one of those places. Oh, wow. Sometimes, I, t I just wish she had cancer. Dad? Yeah, I know it's terrible to say, but it's true. At least with cancer, people rally around you. They make signs and wear colored ribbons. They're not so ashamed to see you. When it's cancer, there's a definite ending. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to go on for. It's wearing you down, isn't it? Well, it's lonely, and it's difficult existence being a caregiver. I know she's still in there. I can see her from time to time fighting to get out. She just leaves these little, call them vignettes around the house. These little pieces of art scattered around. You remember the art she used to make? Yes, I always was so jealous of what she could do with her hands. I still have the dragon painting she made hanging in my kitchen. I gathered all the pieces she's made over the last few months and put them on top of that cabinet behind you if you want to see them. That's how I know she's still with us. Oh my, these are so beautiful. Oh my gosh, look at this old photo book. I haven't looked through this in ages. Oh my God, look at David. This was when he graduated from cadet school. Look how proud mom was. You know, before she lost her speech, she used to ask about David all the time. She wanted to know when he was coming home from the army. Does she ever talk about the overdose? No, never. What do you say when she asks? I have to remind her that he's gone. If that doesn't work, I'll take her to his burial plot. Oh, daddy, that's awful. Well, what am I supposed to do? It's the only thing that'll get her to stop asking. Does she get upset? Of course she does. We both do. I don't want to see that either. I'm so sorry, Daddy. You ever look at these old scrapbooks? I can't look at all the old pictures. I just can't stand to see how much we've lost. Do you like my dress? Isn't it wonderful? A dress. A new dress. You have clothes in yours?
Yeah, where were you this afternoon? I told you many a times, be at your door and I'll be at my door. You had me wait there and you never came out. Oh, I don't know. I'm tired of talking to you through the window. See you real soon. Dr. Jita Detree Charan is a board-certified psychiatrist with a fellowship in geriatric psychiatry from the University of Cincinnati, where she is also an assistant professor. We talked with Dr. Detree Charan over the phone to discuss the topic of dementia. What is dementia? Dementia, now known as major neurocognitive disorder, in the fifth edition of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, is a slowly progressing condition with gradual onset. It is a syndrome marked by the development of multiple cognitive deficits, including problems in memory, speech, and organization. What are the different types of dementia? DSM-5 has three overarching categories of dementia, which are major neurocognitive disorder, minor neurocognitive disorder, and unspecified neurocognitive disorder. The major neurocognitive disorders are further broken down according to the underlying nature of the disease to 13 varieties of dementia. The most common type is dementia due to Alzheimer's disease. Others include dementia due to HIV, Parkinson's disease, Huntington's disease, dementia due to Lewy bodies, frontotemporal lobar degeneration, trauma, vascular dementia, etc. and so on. There are other ways of classifying the neurocognitive disorders as well. For example, they can be classified based on the type of protein aggregate, course of the illness or location of the lesions in the brain. When you classify them based on the type of protein aggregates, they can be classified as amyloidopathy. For example, Alzheimer's disease is an amyloidopathy, synucleopathy, prion disease and tauopathy. When you classify it based on the course of the illness, it can be degenerative or non-degenerative. And location, we can call it cortical versus subcortical dementia. What are the symptoms of dementia? The symptoms of dementia include problems with memory, attention, language, executive function, social cognition, and perceptual and motor function abnormalities. These changes should reflect a change from the previous level of functioning. For example, the patients may have difficulty learning and remembering new information. They may not be able to do mental calculations. They may repeat themselves in conversation. They may not be able to multitask or make decisions. They may need help managing finances, transportation. They cannot drive or they may get lost in familiar places. Mm -hmm. They may get confused in the dark. They may have word-finding difficulties and so on and so forth. And in spite of all these difficulties, the patients will not be aware of his changes. Do we know what causes dementia? Exactly what causes the dementias is not clear. All dementias are associated with neuronal loss, vein atrophy, and loss of brain neurotransmitters like serotonin, dopamine, and acetylcholine. 
there are several hypotheses as to what causes some type of dementias for example in alzheimer's disease dementia alterations in the core genes results in accumulation of abnormal proteins in the form of plaques tangles and loss of neurons other thoughts include cerebrovascular dysregulation hypothesis which proposes imbalance between demand and supply between blood flow delivery and energy demands of the neurons and glial cell activity dysregulation in glucose metabolism and failure of the glymphatic system leading to accumulation of proteins lewy body dementia and parkinsons are characterized by the accumulation of lewy bodies and destruction of neurons in prion disease there is accumulation of abnormal prion protein that gives the brain a spongy form appearance what is the prevalence rate of dementia according to the world health organization 55 million people live with dementia worldwide and there are 10 million new cases every year the number of people with dementia is expected to rise to 78 million in 2030 and 139 million in 2050 the most common form of dementia is alzheimer's disease dementia and the association estimates 5.2 million americans are living with alzheimer's disease what is the gender breakdown of dementia dementia disproportionately affects women 65% of total deaths due to dementia are women. What are the risk factors for developing dementia? Increasing age is the single most important risk factor for the development of dementia. Mm-hmm. Other risk factors include genetic risk factors, atherosclerosis, hyperlipidemia, hypertension, diabetes, coronary artery disease, cerebrovascular disease, atrial fibrillation, smoking, obesity, traumatic brain injury obstructive sleep apnea these are the main risk factors and there are several others which are lower on the list how is dementia diagnosed family members notice a change in behavior memory difficulty performing their usual tasks and take the patients to the doctor's office then details are obtained from family regarding their observations and concerns Basic screening tests including mini mental status exam, Montreal cognitive assessment and mini cog may be done. Once the screening tools reflect declining performance, further workup is warranted. A battery of blood tests is done including vitamin B12, folate levels, thyroid levels and urine analysis to rule out medical causes. Final tap may be done and the cerebrospinal fluid may be analyzed to get more information. Imaging in the brain is done like MRI, CAT scan, PET scan and EEG. Neuropsychological testing also shows severity and type of possible dementia. Then presence of mild to severe dementia is diagnosed based on summarizing all the data that is obtained including the labs, collaterals and screening tests and imaging. That's how we come to a diagnosis by putting the total picture together. When should someone seek treatment for dementia? Patients should seek treatment as soon as there are symptoms and difficulties with memory or functioning. If there is a family history of dementia, approaching the family doctor earlier when they are in their 50s may not be a bad idea. Age is a risk factor for dementia. All individuals will benefit from baseline screening of their cognitive functions starting in their 60s 
but routine screening for cognitive issues is currently not recommended unless there are symptoms. What should loved ones be looking for if they suspect their loved one may be living with dementia? If possible, loved ones should assess what areas the patient is struggling with so they can collaborate with the patient, family members, and healthcare professionals to problem solve. Other things to look at are providing supports for independent living, organizing the patient's finances, help with medication management, and optimizing the safety of the home. They can help the patient decide whether they want to hold off on driving. Additionally, patients may need advanced directives as they may need someone to make decisions on their behalf as the illness progresses. What are the first steps someone should take to get help for dementia? Patients should contact their primary care provider and get evaluated. Their PCP may refer them to a neurologist and or a psychiatrist. A neurologist may do further workup in addition to starting medication. A psychiatrist may be useful for treating the neuropsychiatric symptoms and behaviors like depression, anxiety, agitation, sleep issues, and psychotic symptoms. Patients and their families can also get more information from resources such as the local council on aging and the Alzheimer's Association. What are evidence-based treatments for dementia? The evidence-based treatments initially includes the four pillars of dementia care, non-pharmacological treatment, and then the pharmacological treatment. The four pillars of dementia care includes reverse or prevent disease progression, treat symptoms, support patients, and support caregivers. The non-pharmacological includes the following. Do thorough medical and psychiatric initial evaluation to rule out treatable causes, educate family about progressive nature of the illness, discuss driving, safety, and advanced directives, Supportive therapy helps the patient deal with the sense of loss of identity and function. Stimulation-oriented therapy to maximize pleasure like art, music, pet therapy to improve mood and behavior. Next would be the medication management of the dementias including Alzheimer's dementia. For the cognitive symptoms, the medications that are approved and commonly used include cholinesterase inhibitors. They are the donapisil, rivastigmine and galantamine. This is prescribed for the mild cognitive impairment and mild to moderate dementia. A combination of donapisil and rivastigmine is available. You also have the NMDA receptor antagonist, memantin. A combination of donapisil and memantin is also available. The latest addition in the treatment of dementia, especially Alzheimer's disease dementia, is the aducanumab. It is a monoclonal antibody specifically designed for Alzheimer's dementia treatment. What advice do you have for someone seeking treatment for dementia? I recommend that patients and their families actively work with their medical providers in the patient's care planning. Patients can help themselves by taking medications as prescribed and making healthy lifestyle changes. Families can help with providing the physicians with updates on how the treatment plan is working changes in patients' functioning, and overall serving as patients' advocate. Patients and their families should also be aware that the dementia process may not be cured, but it can be slowed down. What advice do you have for caregivers of someone living with dementia? Being a caregiver is very stressful, so I advise you to know that it is okay to feel overwhelmed. You are not alone in going through this as a caregiver, 
stress is well documented. I mm-hmm. encourage all the caregivers to join support groups for caregivers or patients with dementia. Some dementia resources for patients and caregivers include the AARP, Alzheimer's Foundation of America, Alzheimer's Association, Alzheimer's and Related Dementia Education Referral Centers, Angel Sense, Benefit Checkers, Brain and Life, Right Focus Foundation, Alzheimer's Disease Toolkit, FDA gives tools and tips for those caring for people of all ages and families, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, Dementia Friendly America, Caregiver Resources and Long-Term Care, the Department of Health and Human Services. Angel Sense, Benefit Checker, Brain and Life, Caregiver Action Network, Cleveland Clinic, Healthy Brains, Federal Resources for Caregivers, Caregiver Alliance. What are some myths that people believe to be true about dementia that are actually false? Alzheimer's disease and dementia are the same. It's the first myth. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, there are many types of dementia. Alzheimer's disease is one type of dementia. Myth number two. If a parent has Alzheimer's disease, then the child will develop it. Fact, most cases of dementia are random, so the chances of developing dementia is low, but there are certain genetic mutations that can be passed from a parent to a child, which can lead to higher risk for developing dementia. Myth 3. Dementia symptoms are normal as we get older. Fact, some forgetfulness, misplacing things at times can be normal. But symptoms of dementia, like poor judgment, difficulty recognizing friends and family, forgetting previously learned motor skills are not normal. Myth number four, dementia occurs in older individuals. Fact, dementia mostly occurs in individuals who are 65 years or older, but some forms can occur in younger individuals as well. Myth number five, there are no treatments available for people with dementia, Alzheimer's disease. Fact. So far, there has been no cure found for the dementia, but there are several medications which help slow the degenerative process in the early stages of the disease. Myth, you can prevent dementia. Fact, there is no proven way to prevent some type of dementia, but the risk factors associated with the dementia can be reduced, especially in Alzheimer's disease dementia, by controlling high blood pressure, maintaining healthy weight, Follow the MIND diet, M-I-N-D. It's called the Mediterranean DASH diet intervention for neurodegenerative delay diet. DASH stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension. Then follow good sleep hygiene and get 8 to 9 hours of sleep. Preventing head injury. Keeping physically active and mentally active. Do about 150 minutes of aerobic exercise every week. Reduce the anticholinergic burden. A score of more than 3 in anticholinergic burden for 15 to 20 years increases the risk for uh, dementia. Stay connected with friends and family. Myth number 7. People with dementia are violent. Fact, not all people with dementia are violent. It is seen more so when the disease advances. Myth number 8. Dementia is not fatal. Fact, dementia is fatal. Alzheimer's disease, which is the most common form of dementia, Mm -hmm. is the sixth leading cause of death in U.S. And in adults aged 65 or older, it is the fifth leading cause of death. Heavy Head, Season 2, Episode 5, Hello In There, is written and produced by Tanner Hines. Loretta Prine, voiced by Allison Morcio. 
John Prine, voiced by Leo Morcia. Linda, voiced by Gretchen Cox. Doctor, voiced by Logan Lotzenheiser. David and Joe, voiced by Tanner Hines. Narration and art design by Evan Verrilli. Thank you to Dr. Gita Detrisaran for taking the time to speak with us. Learn more about Alzheimer's by visiting the Alzheimer's Association's website at www.alz.org. Newsreel audio, courtesy of CNN. Original music by Real Blue Hearted Kids. The music is available online wherever you buy or listen to music. If you or a loved one is experiencing a psychiatric emergency and live in the United States, please call 1-800-273-8255 or text HOME to 741-741 to receive free and confidential support 24-7-365 from the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline and the Crisis Text Support Line. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using the handle at HeavyHeadPod. Subscribe to our official YouTube channel, Heavyhead Podcast. You can email us at heavyheadpod at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you. If you enjoyed the show, please share us with a friend or relative. You can support the show by making a monthly monetary pledge when you join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash heavyheadpodcast and get access to exclusive content. You can also support the show by making a one-time monetary pledge to paypal.me slash tannerhines1. That's paypal.me slash t-a-n-n-e-r-h-i-n-d-s, the number one on paypal, or at t-hines-1, that's at t-h-i-n-d-s, the number one on Venmo. Lastly, merch is available at heavyhead.bigcartel.com. Thank you for listening and for all your support this season. Heavy Head Season 3 premieres January 1st, 2023. Until then, take care of yourself.